May we turn now to God in prayer for his spirit to open our hearts and souls to understand and to live by his word. Gracious Almighty God, as we gather here this day, we pray your spirit to be with us, enabling us not only to hear and to understand, but to also live by what we hear. That your word may become our word, that your truth may become our truth, you might follow you all the days of our lives. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. New Testament passage comes to us from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 21, verses 1 through 4. As he looked up, Jesus saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. I tell you the truth, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. This is the word of the Lord. 
A wise woman who was traveling through the mountains found a precious stone in the stream. The next day she met another traveler who was hungry. And the wise woman opened up her bag to share her food. The hungry traveler saw that precious stone in her bag and asked that she might give it to him. And so she did without hesitation. The man left rejoicing in his good fortune. He knew the stone was worth much. He knew that it would be well worth his while to make him secure for the rest of his life. But a few days later, he came back to return the stone to that wise woman. I've been thinking, he said, I know how valuable this stone is, but I give it back in the hope that you can give me something even more precious. Give me what you have within you that enabled you to give me that stone. The hungry traveler realized the great value in the wise woman's Generosity was not in the gift of the stone itself, but in her desire and willingness to sacrifice, to help someone in need. The woman, being very wise, knew the great value of the precious stone. But she also knew the greater value in the sacrificial giving. And that traveler wanted to have the same kind of spirit which would inspire him to give sacrificially. We discover another woman in the gospel story today who has that same spirit of sacrificial giving. During pastoral week, women from all over poured into the court of women with their offerings for its various services. Along the wall of the court of women were 13 collection boxes into which people dropped their gifts. These boxes were called trumpets because that's in the shape in which they were. Each of the 13 receptacles was assigned to offering for a specific purpose. For instance, for the wood used to burn the sacrifice, for the incense that was burned on the altar, so that they might use the offerings for these particular purposes. And those that came would be given a choice, a decision. Would they put money into these offerings, boxes or trumpets? And if they did, how much would they give? Let's review the options the widow also has when she enters the temple that day. Option one, give nothing because she has almost nothing. Jesus is in the temple where people are putting money into the temple, treasury. One person Jesus notices there is a widow. As a widow, she is usually poor because she is dependent upon the goodwill of others. The offering received in the temple that day could very well have gone to help her in her time of need. This poor widow could have rationalized her situation as such and taken the option to give 
nothing because she had almost nothing. Some people probably take that option. They decide not to give because they have so very little. Many years ago, when her children were 18, was 10 and 6 years old, Sandra went through a very trying time. She had just left her husband of seven years to escape abuse. Returning to the house she had recently arranged to share with a friend, she discovered the house was empty. Upon contacting the owner of the house, she learned that her friend had been evicted from the home that very morning. Sandra had paid her one half of the rent and 300 deposit. Everything they owned was gone. She had used up her money paying for her friend for her share of the costs. Sandra only had $11 at that particular time alone. She had managed to get a job with a nursing home as a nursing aide. Yet she could not get paid for three days. She drove to the city park and curled up in front seat to sleep. The next morning, Sandra called her supervisor to appraise her of her situation. She was very understanding and said that she could see if the payroll would issue her check earlier, particularly that particular day. She told her girls about their situation. During this time, there was a street person with a shopping cart lingering nearby, looking into garbage cans and pulling out that which he thought was valuable that he could use to sell somewhere. She grabbed some bread, Sandra did, and lunch meat and chips and returned to the park for a picnic. At the picnic table, she called and got her supervisor. She could pick up her check at one o'clock that afternoon. As they sat down and began setting up their meal, Sandra heard a voice. Ma'am, please excuse the interruption. But, well, I couldn't help but here the situation that you're in. Me and the fellows took up a collection for you and your girls. It's not much, but maybe it'll help a little. Sandra looked at the man. He was holding $30 in his hand. He needed shaving. He was dirty. He smelled. But she saw the face of an angel. She started crying. He tried to hand her the $30. She folded his hand over the money and told him that she would be okay. She convinced him that they would be fine. These street people overhearing the plight of Sandra made a choice. They were going to offer her some money to help them. They had almost nothing. And yet, the poor widow is in the temple. Did not take this option. Because she had almost nothing. 
Second option available to those in that temple that day is to, for her in particular. She could give one coin because she had two and she could keep the other one. While Jesus is in the temple, <clears throat> he observes not only the widow, but also he sees the wealthy putting money into the offering. Luke informs us that the woman is a widow who has two coins. She could easily have given one and kept the other. That sounds somewhat generous and yet thrifty. To give one to God, to keep one for herself. There are, however, people in the story who do take this option. The wealthy donate large amounts of money to the offering and yet keep the rest for themselves. At a surface level, this option appears to be viable for the followers of Jesus. God has placed us in this world to work so that we might have money to purchase the basic items of life, of living. Food, a home, clothing. Since these basic necessities cost money, it seems natural for us to, to keep some income back for those needs. Dr. Mar Abram of the ancient Chaldean Orthodox Church of the East in India tells a funny story about a member of the church who had won a lottery worth 100,000 rupees, which in American dollars was $3,000. His wife went to the bishop and told him that she was afraid to tell this good news to her husband because he had a heart problem. Any sudden excitement could issue a heart attack. The bishop offered to break the news greatly, gently to her husband. He visited the house and asked the man, wouldn't it be a good thing if you won a thousand rubies in the lottery? The man replied that he would still have to work to support his family. Well, what about 10,000 rubies in the lottery? The bishop asked. The man still showed no excitement so the bishop carefully raised the amount to 50000 and finally to 100000 The man said, if I get 100,000 rubies, I will get half of it to you, your excellency. The man replied, the bishop had a heart attack. <laughs> and the man called an ambulance. This member indicates that he would take this Second option, if he won the 100,000 rubies, give half his winnings away and keep the rest. The second option seems rational for sound financial planning. Yet the gospel points us to a third option. The gospel is not always rational. And that third option is to give all to God. Jesus tells the disciples 
that the two coins the widow gives is all that she has to live on. Jesus tells them that she has put more into the treasury than all the others. What Jesus means by this is that she gives more proportionately than all the others. She gives all that she has. She keeps nothing back for herself. She demonstrates beautifully the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Only from such a motive and spirit of love could she give all that she had. Only by putting her entire trust and faith and hope and love in God could she give her all to God. What's more valuable to God and the widow's giving is not the two coins, but that she gives all that she has to God. What's more valuable to God in the widow's giving is that she gives that her all. God wants every aspect of our lives to be under his will. When we allow God to lead us in every aspect of our lives, our response to him and to others will be from a loving and sacrificial heart. Stories told of two Christians, a lawyer and a merchant, who traveled with a group going around the world, visiting in Korea. They saw by the side of the road a field in which a boy was pulling a crude plow with an old man held the plow handles and guided it. The lawyer was amused and took a snapshot of it. He turned to his missionary acting as a guide and mused, saying, they must be quite poor for that to happen. Yes, that's the family of Chai Nong. And the place of worship was being built. They were eager to give something to help build that place. But they had no money. But they didn't have an ox and decided to sell the ox and give that money to help build that worship center. <coughs> this spring, they're pulling the plow themselves out of Gratitude that they could give what they had to the church that day. The bride said they did not call it that, being a sacrifice. They thought it was fortunate that God had them sell, had them have an ox to sell. When we surrender totally to the will of God and giving to God flows naturally. Freely and joyfully. We give because we want to give. What may look like sacrifice to others is an outpouring of our love and gratitude to God. Giving our all to God is what God desires for us all. And we continue with our affirmation of faith.